Welcome to episode four of the Cinema Australia podcast. My name's Matthew Eels and I'm the founder and editor of Cinema Australia, an online space dedicated to the support and promotion of Australian-made films. In this episode, I speak with cinematographer Damien Lipp and producer-director Michael Gosden, who, uh, along with co-director Tristan Barr, are currently in post-production on what they claim to be Australia's first one-take feature film. Uh, It's called Watch the Sunset, and uh, according to the boys, they've done their research, and uh, this is indeed Australia's first one-take feature film. Uh, And it's also a film that we couldn't be any more excited to see. Uh, There's a crowdfunding campaign happening at the moment, uh, and you can find out more about that at uh, cinemaaustralia.com.au. Anyway, enjoy. Well, um, uh, I've got to say, I'm, I'm really excited to be speaking with you both because we're used to, to um, speaking with more established filmmakers during press junkets, so uh, oh, they can be they can be uh, very methodical, if you know what I mean. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's great to be speaking with some raw talent. Uh, so can you tell us about the plot itself to the film? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Damien, take this one. Um, you're the one that wrote the back of the DVD cover. <laughs> uh, so in a, in a single afternoon, a man... Um, comes to grips with the power of his past when his estranged family uh, joins the ride. So it's basically about a guy who is trying to escape his past bikey gang life and get on with a new one and the past inevitably catches up with him. Did, did I read that that there's a, there's a, a an ice element to this or a, like a crystal meth uh, side to it? Yeah, it, it's a very under underlying... Um, theme to the film mm. and uh, that's uh, what we're sort of portraying in the actual film we're trying to um, yeah, tell people that it's not a very good thing to do in life yeah yeah so essentially yeah the um the thing that was kind of undercurrent of all the actions and motivations and i guess the story arc of what was happening across the field was uh, choices and the choices that people have made in the past um and something that we we found a lot in our research in the lead up to it was that uh, especially from when Tristan was actually the guy who came to um, uh, Damien and I with the idea and a, a bit of a, a, a skeleton of what the story was going to be. And to be able to get the story across in the way that we wanted to be able to tell the story, unfortunately, we just kept on finding all these real-life events that had occurred circling around this new explosion of what is uh, crystal meth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, it's a very topical uh, subject, really, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Busy at the moment. 
So, uh, so the film, you know, the, I'm going to say this word, but the film claims to be the first uh, film shot like this. Uh, what, what kind of research uh, did you guys do to, to prove that or to confirm that, the, the, the single shot? We, we, we watched other films and we saw their cuts. That's pretty much what it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, what, what do you mean, so other films that claim to, uh, to be a single what, shot? Well, this is, this is Australia's first one-take film. Yeah. And, and that, I think that um, well, when we were looking for it, because we know that is a claim that you have to be able to back up pretty yeah. well. Mm. And so when we started to look into it, and luckily we live in the age of the internet, and so it's extremely easy to be able to find it if you know the right places to search. Mm-hmm. And um, what Damien was saying before was that a lot of the inspiration for the film and the style and the ability to be able to get from point A to point B without completely boring the socks off everyone mm. um, was through the research of uh, films like Elephant or uh, Russian Ark or Birdman or more specifically one like Boxing Day, which was uh, uh, one that came out quite a few years ago. And they they presented it in a way of one flowing, um, non-stopping, yes, uh, uh, kind of cinematography. But the, the element of what we wanted to do that was different was not show just the, the flow of what one shot could be, but actually capture it. So if something goes wrong in it, we don't cut. We didn't have any safeties in place mm. to be able to do that. And that's where, for us... We, we believe that the first single shot, true single shot, has come in, yeah. Wow. So, so what happened when, when there was a mistake made or, or you know, when, when something did go wrong on set? We just kept going. We just used that as a, a rehearsal because um, we actually didn't... We hadn't shot the film in one entire go until the very day we shot it. So mm-hmm. we, we had five weeks of rehearsals and, and it was just sort of planning out each scene and getting getting all the characters into their positions and it wasn't until we drove up to Kerrang and on the very first day when we started rolling the camera that is when we did the first of all of the one takes that we've done yeah exactly like we that was the first time that we had all the elements in place and talking about like all the actors or the extras or the makeup, because uh, we have a few production kids that are in the background that were frantically getting from one location to the other as we were travelling in the car. Mm. Um, we even had to sometimes stretch out the car distance in order for our production team to get there before the camera in order to be able to set up for the next shot. And so all those elements in place didn't actually happen until that day that Damien's talk about, yeah. Unbelievable stuff. That's fantastic. <laughs> we still can't really believe it, but yeah, it's happened. <laughs> so um, you you spoke about Boxing Day before, and uh, which was a Kriv Stenders film. Uh, exactly, did yeah. you uh, notice uh, the other day um, he kind of got his knickers in a little bit of a knot when this claim was, uh, well, when this uh, when this news article broke? Yeah, we did. I I, I did notice that, but we took it we took it as a compliment because I yeah. think yeah. someone. someone that status gives us a, a little bit of a niggle. I think that we've done something pretty good. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like uh, humbling, wasn't it, to be able to see that someone was taking notice of the fact that we're we're trying to achieve that, and we have. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And he, yeah, he actually bravoed us, which is which is 
which is pretty cool. It wasn't as if like, no, you didn't do it. It was like, well done if they did do it. Yeah. 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 I'm looking forward to chatting to him about after the first premiere. <laughs> he's a he's a fantastic guy, and uh, I don't know if you guys know him, but but um, he's someone who's uh, full of full of exceptional knowledge. Well, the interesting oh, thing is. Um, Kriv actually went to the same school as the other director, Tristan, up in Brisbane. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, great. Maybe it's just in the water. <laughs> so, uh, so what came first, the concept for the story or, or the, um, the, the way that you were going to, to shoot it? Uh, the concept for the story, mm. um, that was – we always knew that this was going to be something that was um, – on the, the back burner of our minds, but we never were going to do it unless it didn't complement the story. Like it wasn't going to be an irrelevant sh- uh, style of shooting just to try to get the title of. Um, and something that Damien, Tristan and I spoke about a lot was that if we were to do this one shot, it had to be for the, the betterment of the story, not just because. Yeah. And so when, um, when it got to a point where we're like, this can this can happen, uh, this can be achieved, and this is going to be something that's completely going to complement the the way we um, unfold in the film. Uh, um, I think I don't know. I can't speak for you, Damien, but I could see a little fear in your eyes when you figured out that you're going to be holding the camera for 88 minutes or so. <laughs> well, I, I was pretty excited coming into it. Um, Tristan and I went up to the, to Kerrang. Uh, it was maybe a year before we shot the film. We went and looked at a few locations and Tristan said to me that he wanted to do a long take, like a film with just really long takes. And I think we just came to the agreement that we could do a take, like a single take film. Like there'd been, there'd been um, ideas thrown out there like Russian Ark, Birdman, Boxing Day. And I said, well, we can, we could do it in the one, one continuous take with the technology that's coming out. So, but yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, a few months in the gym beforehand just to <laughs> get rid of hold the, the camera. So, so was for this... your, for, sorry, for all your punters out there, Damien took a lot of inspiration from the steady cam operator in Mad Max Fury Road. So just go ahead, go ahead and Google that and you'll see what I mean. Okay, all right. That's good. So, Damien, was this... Uh, was this uh, uh, very far out of your comfort zone as a cinematographer? No, I'm, I'm willing to give anything a go. Great, fantastic. I, th- I think I think it's just about stretching the imagination and what it, whatever you can think you can do. I reckon just just really have a, have a go. Otherwise, there's no point doing it because you don't want to be the same as everybody else. You want to do something different. Yeah, fantastic. So so when you revealed this idea to the cast, uh, what kind of reaction did you have from them? There's actually a behind the scenes video that we uh, that we took at the end of the shoot. And Michael actually asked the cast, they said, I never actually asked you this, but <laughs> what was your reaction when we told you very first that we were going to do a one-take film? And I don't know, this is not on the radio or anything, is it, right now? No, no, this isn't live, no. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I swear on this? Sure can, man, yeah. <laughs> and, and one of the, the, the assistant camera operator, he said, fuck yes. <laughs> that was the reaction from... Asking what what their reaction was to a one take feature film. Fantastic! So everyone was very excited and yeah, just couldn't wait. Mm, so yeah. so yep. Yeah, sorry. And in terms of like uh, going towards the, I think like the the crew freaked out a lot more because technically 
uh, this was such a grand feat, uh, having, you know, eight locations, so many different sound um, blind spots also for Shadow and everything that Damien could tell you a lot more about than me. But when it came to the actors, we spoke so intimately about how Kareng had opened themselves up so beautifully to us that the town itself became the stage and that when we started the day and we all understood that we were starting at this time all the actors came on board in the sense that be like we won't stop and we are now in this this story until the end wow so 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 you, oh, so you speak about the town uh, what what kind of permissions did you have to get to do this and uh, you know was everyone willing to open up homes and and for sets and stuff like that well it's i'm i'm actually from Korea. right I'm, I was born and bred there. I was lived there for 18 years, and every single person in the town was it was just just like family. Like they just jumped on board. Uh, my old school teacher gave us her whole house, and she was she was out of town. She just gave us her whole house. We slept all the cast and crew there. Um, we had a motel given to us. We had a church, a whole primary school. Um, we were just just went pretty much just went into Kerrang. And they let us do whatever we wanted to do, as long as everybody was safe. And yeah, we just had a great time. <laughs> so, what's what's the population of Crane? I think it's about three thousand people. Right. Okay. Good one. So yeah, everybody was just yeah really good to jump on board and help us out. But at the same time, we very much respected the fact that when we were shooting the film, it was during work day work hours. So everybody that was either in the way or was there on the day. We had to work around them and do it safely, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. So, uh, so how do you go about funding something like this? Ooh. Off our back at the beginning. Yeah, yeah back pocket. Um, for for me personally, I know that uh, in the lead up to the um, to the filming, so we did about five weeks of pretty intensive rehearsals, either with uh, the choreography of how Damien would be moving around the actors. And so uh, myself and Tristan would stand in for where we knew the actors would be because obviously we couldn't get them to sacrifice too much time um, out of their working day. And so it got to a point where I work as a removalist in Melbourne and I would work uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we'd leave Sunday morning very early, get up uh, to Kerrang, rehearse during the day all the way up until Tuesday night and then repeat the process. And it was those kind of um, sacrifices. Like, that's just me. I know Damien, he works for a cafe. And everyone was doing their own extra bit to be able to help out. And then, as Damien was saying before, we could not have done this if it wasn't for, I mean, Damien's family, the Lip family, completely opened up their arms to us and gave us accommodation and food. And without them, I know that this film couldn't have happened. Yeah, Those kind of things just really got us over the line. Wow, I love it. I love it. What a fantastic story. <laughs> yeah, community for you, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's amazing. Community. Yeah. Like you, you, couldn't, you couldn't shoot a... I had a question asked the other day about shooting a one-take film in a town, and I said, you couldn't do something like that in Melbourne. No. Like the permits that you would need, the permissions that you would need, the mm-hmm. traffic lights, the, the stopping and starting of traffic itself, like there's no way imagine we did a one-shot film and then you know those uh, window wipers they come up and they start <laughs> yeah. doing that that'd be awful that's two bucks thanks yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know. <laughs> it, it, it'd 
be a seven-hour movie. <laughs> Um, uh, you guys are the backbone of the Australian film industry and, and that's why I think it's important to nurture uh, this kind of talent. It's, uh, the stories like that are fantastic. Um, uh, you, 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 the three of you and, and I'm sure other cast members as well seem like a, um, a close-knit bunch. Uh, how did you all meet? Damien. Well, we, I, I met uh, Tristan. I actually shot a feature film, Beckoning the Butcher, a couple of years ago and I cast Tristan as one of the lead characters in it and um then from there we just our friendship grew and um i met mick through tristan mick and tristan went to school together vca where they did the acting and then um yeah it's just and mick was actually one of the lead characters in tristan's film um this little piggy so it's sort of like a a bunch of uh filmmakers just getting together and just spreading our wings and pushing as hard as we can to do the thing we love Mm. Yeah, it's interesting where the when you when you get asked a question like that and you look back along the linear line of how did we get to that point? Um, like for instance, Ali, who was uh, our production manager and um, second director, she uh, studied at VCA with us, and so when we were trying to get across how do you get the extras in this position, she instantly knew this is going to be best for the story. Uh, Aaron uh, Walton, who plays the lead antagonist, he was in the year above us at VCA. And just knowing, I think maybe subconsciously, each and every single time we were either writing a character or developing, we need a person for this, it was already in our minds about who it could be. Yeah. Just knowing that it's, it's probably just as maybe even more important to be able to have a crew that you know that you can work with so intimately and still want to see the next day. Um, yeah, that was an important factor for me, yeah. And we also we also cast little Annabelle Williamson. This is her very first time on screen. So she's she's actually from the Kerrang community. She's from a little town called Quamtook. So her, she, her mum and dad would come in every month, every day and 40Ks out of town and just drop her in and... They'd, they'd like hang around with us while we'd be filming and yeah it's just that's another way we've met Annabelle so wow so is she, she an aspiring uh, actress or is, would, did you just she, come along for the ride no we went through we went through like a proper audition stage we went through three stages of auditions we had one audition then we had a, a second set of callbacks and yeah. then we went and met up with her her mum and her dad and just told them what the story was about filled them in on everything and they were like so helpful and just yeah, let us let us just um, take Annabelle on that journey. And she really, as you'll see in the movie or in the trailer, she's just fantastic. Didn't look at the camera once, which is which is a, which is a very big thing for eighty-two minutes of camera time. All right. Well, um, so uh, how's the crowdfunding camp- campaign going? Sell it, sell it to our listeners. It's going really well at the moment. We're being. Uh, inundated with a lot of love which has been just really humbling but uh the the problem with most crowdfunding campaigns is that they can teeter and so we uh still got 19 days left on our um, crowdfunding campaign we decided that we're going to go through the australian cultural fund yeah and the reason why we went through them is because you don't have to fight like the other uh, crowdfunding campaigns with people that might want to be crowdfunding their tuna sandwiches. Yeah. <laughs> and so through this one, it's all about the artists. Everything that you donate to um, 
to Australian Cultural Fund goes directly to the artist. And the best thing about it, any donation over $2 is completely tax deductible because it's a government-funded uh, initiative. Yeah. And on top of that, we also uh, were selected to be part of the Match uh, crowdfunding campaign, which is where Creative Partnerships Australia will match our crowdfunding campaign dollar for dollar mm. up to 10 grand. And so that means each and every single dollar is donated goes a very long way to be able to help us with the post-production, <laughs> finalise and get the film out there into the, uh, into the great abyss. Yeah. So, sorry, what was the percentage? How much have you made so far? We have got to 37%. Right, and, okay. Which is really, really, as I said, humbling to know that there are people out there that have been helping us along the way. But, yeah, uh, yeah it's still got a long way to go. Yeah. Um, and there's, are there any rewards or anything like that, uh, like, um, say, Possible and Kickstarter, or is it just a, just a donation? That's, yeah, sorry, Damago. Just a good old off your back, good luck and hope everything goes well sort of campaign. It's like just, just really supporting the arts. That's what it is. There's, there's no real rewards from it. Well, the reward is the film itself, I guess. <laughs> exactly right. You, yeah. you get to see a bunch of like a bunch of young filmmakers getting their product out there. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And the main thing about what Australian Cultural Fund was for us is that they actually connect with a lot of people to be able to say this is something that needs to be made. This is something that needs help. And so the Australian Cultural Fund has been working with us to be able to get it out there, opposed to with, like, as you said, the possibles or the Kickstarters. Um, there is a bit of a, a flooding of the market at the moment. Mm. There's also a, um, a, a kind of... It's more more becomes about the... What you what the prizes may be opposed to actually what you're actually um, funding for. Yes. And so yeah. yeah, we're focusing a lot on the story, which is hopefully uh, what people will be able to see in the end result. Fantastic. All right, guys. Well, that's uh, that's really good. G great stuff, and uh, it's really good to hear you both uh, talk so passionately about the film. Thanks very much, yeah. Matt. Appreciate it.